Welcome to another installment of Hanging with Bill. This week, we have Danny Stone, the one and only from Eclipsica. Welcome, Danny. My man, Bill. It's a pleasure to be here. I appreciate you reaching out, having me come on. So it's good to hang out, man. How's your week? Not bad, man. You know, just another uh, another week in quarantine. I feel that. Should we uh, should we tell the people this is technically the second time we've tried to do this this week? This is the second time this week. This is the second time. The first time got deleted because we ended up talking too much about your boy Connor and the CIA <laughs> and shit. Fucking definitely <laughs> fucked that up. Honestly, dude, see, that's what happens when I fanboy out and I start asking too many questions. They log into your computer and they fuck up your files. Hey, dude, you know, I've had a strange suspicion for the longest time that they've, they've been targeting the computer because of the outlandish shit Connor says about, you know, uh, the world's various rock stars and the pedophilia um, <laughs> accusations upon them. God, man. Yeah, no, that'll get you shot. Oh, my God, dude. I'm waiting for the day. I'm waiting. Like, we're going to come back here to record like a like a legitimate full-blown episode and the fucking SWAT team's going to kick down my front door. I mean, it's kind of crazy because you would think that, like, NASA would help protect him and would have left him on Mars so he could, um, so he could have just, like, kept doing, like, his service to his country. But, like, they sent his ass back. Like, do you think it was because they knew, like, he was, like, a target? Do you think, like, something's going down? Like, shit, not... Well, what I think it was, first off, I think he irritated them with eating his toast cheek crackers, leaving crumbs all over the place. But then secondly, I think they came to the conclusion that Connor. Danny. Yo. All right. So we can both establish it's real now, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, like we can, we can, we can all say this is real. Like I'm, this is, this is happening. I'm not even going to edit this part out. This is going to stay in the episode. Okay, no, but for real, like, we can, we can, uh, like, they, we were talking, I don't even want to say what we were talking about, but apparently we were talking too much. And then, like, honestly, you can hear it on the fucking, on the recording, it goes, beep, beep, beep. Dude, it's some scary <laughs> shit, it's real, it's real, it's All what right. happens. So let's get off this topic, um, you know what, I never pegged you as the Def Leppard fan. Dude, I'm one of the biggest Def Leppard fans ever. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like, honestly, yeah, that's one of my favorite bands of all time. Now, do you feel like Hysteria was completely overblown, or do you feel like people are just hating on it for no reason? Uh, how could you ever hate on anything Def Leppard did in the 80s? Dude, I personally think Hysteria is fucking amazing. Dude. Yeah. I mean, bro, you got Woman, Rocket, like, it's a good song. Hysteria's on it. Love Bites, Pour Some Sugar on Me. I mean, I think Pyromania is better, in my personal opinion, but it's like, I don't know, it's like comparing uh, Master of Puppets to uh, Ride the Lightning. It's like, yo, those are bitchin' albums. Yeah, exactly. There's no clear, definitive winner, I guess. No. Yeah, no. no at least not in my opinion. Yeah, I, de I would definitely think the pyromania is the better out of the two, though. I just hate how people go like how people just hate on Def Leppard. 
Like I, I literally cannot wait, wait, stand who, it. Who do you know that hates on Def Leppard? Dude, it's like the fucking. I, I, like, I, have, I have never met a person who hates Def Leppard. Def Leppard's like the original Nickelback. No, dude. The one of the first music jokes I ever heard was, "What has nine arms and suck?" Def Leppard. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it was actually it was in a magazine too. I'm not sure if it was in like an old Guitar World or Guitar Player. I I think that's a little too racy for Rolling Stone. Or no, it was FHM Magazine. That's what it was. For Dude, him magazine. I mean, Anna Nicole Smith was uh, on the cover. That's fucked. I mean, dude, think about Pyromania, though. You've got Photograph, Too Late for Love, Foolin, Rock of Ages. Like, that's a bitchin' fucking album, man. Like, what? Dude, it really is. And I, I don't know. I guess maybe. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe people think they sold out. Like, cause the first couple albums were definitely part of that whole, like, new wave of British heavy metal. And, like, all the bands sure. that were associated with that, like, Iron Maiden and Judas Priest and shit, like, went off in that, like, heavier direction where Def Leppard, like, had the more polished and pop type sound. What are your three favorite Judas Priest songs? Painkiller. Okay. Um, I, we can, okay. So, not, okay. We can both fucking agree that is in our top three. I oh, like this. Absolutely, dude. Painkiller pain is like an undeniable song. It's and hands down, probably one of the five greatest metal songs ever written. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, 100%. And I feel like it was like a rebranding of the band also. I mean, I really like, I don't know, like an, uh, you got another thing coming's pretty good. Um, Living After Midnight. Okay. I'm not a big Breaking the Law fan, though. Yeah, okay. I can see that. So my top three would probably be Painkiller. Okay. Turbo Lover. Ooh. I love, I lo- yo, thank you. That's, I love that fucking song. I'm your turbo lover. Yep. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Alfred's this shit, man. Um, but I do living after midnight. That's just one of those songs that no matter what you do, you're like, I can crack a beer, hang out with my boys and listen to this song and have a good time. That's, that's like the original, uh, poison ain't nothing but a good time. Like, that's just like, let's go. Rolling. Dun, 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 rolling. Yeah. Yeah, dude. You just fucking, fucking hanging out with your dudes. You're like, yeah, let's go get fucked up, man. <laughs> that's the, yeah, that's definitely like the soundtrack to like, Almost like the, uh, like the, um, like the Warriors call type song. Like you get in the car and like when that shit's on, like you and your buddies are looking at each other like, yeah, this is what kind of night this is going to be. (laughs) Dude, that's a very, very, very accurate fucking description. Like, honestly, like that, like that's what it is. Like something like that's on, Like you can tell what kind of night it's going to be depending on what songs on the radio. Like you get into your buddy's car and he's blasting like Mandy Moore's candy. You're like, okay, this tonight's going to probably end with a trip to friendlies or, you yeah. know, we're probably going to get ice cream at Sonic <laughs> oh, dude, or something. I, miss, I fucking miss friendlies, dude. They don't have friendlies in California. I hmm. told you I used to live on Long Island, right? They don't have friendlies in California. No, nah, at least I haven't seen one. If they do that, I haven't seen one. That's fucked up. I mean, it is. But then again, there's like all this, like, you got to think about it, dude. It's California. They got all that bougie craft fucking ice cream that like 
was flown in artisan cows get massaged twice daily and asked about their feelings and like given a stimulus. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like they're very, they're very, it's very, very happy cows that we get our ice cream from. So it's just like a little bit sweeter. So like, you know what I mean? It's a little bit different. Like I just can't get like, although dude, I'm not going to lie. Smoking a badass blunt and then going and getting a peanut butter and jelly sundae. Can't beat it. Well, I mean, well, hold on. First off, before actually, actually, no. To be real, I like the Reese's peanut butter cup, like big ass, like it's like Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup, caramel peanut butter, like peanut butter ice cream. Let, let's just tell everybody how fat I am right now, dude. Like that literally sounds like probably my underwear's worst nightmare. Damn, dude. <laughs> Lactose intolerant? Uh, a little bit, but um. Oh man, you know well. It's all good. Apparently, dude, lactose intolerant people are like the normal and people who can digest milk. It's a, uh, it's like a genetic mutation. That's apparently weird. Cows will, yeah, dude, apparently cows, and this is probably completely fucking wrong. Everybody can Google this shit, but like apparently cows have only been domesticated for like X amount of thousands of years. And the way that the human evolutionary system and our digestive tract works, it's like we can only started being able to actually truly process it over the past like two or 300 years. Which oh, over wow. evolutionary, yeah, dude. So like, which over evolutionary time we could still digest it, but like, apparently it always like got people like sick and shit, like upset stomachs, like running around getting the shits, man. Um, ain't that something? Yeah, no, but apparently we're supposed to drink like goat's milk or something like that. Apparently that's like more naturally digested to our system because we've been like had them dig- domesticated. But dude, as the joke always says, like I know I'm not the first person to claim this, but think about the first person who was like, "I'm gonna drink whatever came out of that animal." Like, dude, what the fuck, dude? Me and my wife have this conversation all the time. Like, who was the first one to go? Like, man, this chicken thing. Maybe if we pull the feathers off of it, let's chop its head off, and I guarantee you, this would be pretty fucking good over a fire. Well, I mean, you, I would think trial by error, dude. So, like, you would think that some dipshit caveman was like, all right, let's light it on fire. <laughs> Actually, no, they probably, like, they probably tried to eat it raw first, and they were like, this sucks. It's pecking my face. Let's kill it. Yeah. So then they killed it, and then they were like, oh, shit, let's bite into it. And then they got a bite full of feathers, and they're like, all right, fuck this. And then they fucking ate the bird after they fucking plucked the feathers, and then they watched one fucker get salmonella and die, and then they were like, okay. Maybe that was a bad one. And then like probably like five or six more dipshit <laughs> ate the bird raw. And then they got one dude who was finally just like, fuck this bird and then threw it into a fire. And then some poor little child probably walked up and was like, oh, cool, burnt bird. And they ate it. And then all these people were looking around like, oh, my God, like, holy shit, he's going to die. Like this, that, the other. Like, ah. And then he lives. They're like, holy shit. <laughs> And like another uh, thing too, like think of like the vegetables and shit that grow underground, like potatoes and carrots and shit. Like, was it like I don't know? Like, let's dig this up. I wonder what's underneath the ground. Oh shit! This yeah, is in dude, dirt. I, let's eat it. <laughs> I like where your head's at. Well, think about the first person. I mean, it was probably a shaman or something. But like the first person who ate like a psilocybin mushroom that like like it grows out of cow shit. Like some of them. Yeah. Like you had some fool that was like. Looking at a mushroom, looking at some cow shit, looking at that mushroom, looking at that cow shit, looking at that mushroom, thinking to himself, mm, let me eat that son of a bitch. Like, what? 
this looks like it's going to be good. Yeah, no, fuck it. Like, he dried it out, he ate it, he might have put it in a fucking peanut butter sandwich or maybe on a slice of pizza. Fucking 45 minutes later, he's giggling like a son of a bitch. <laughs> 45 minutes later, he's looking for more. Dude, man. Or get, get a couple of cases of the giggles and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's funny. You're like, God damn it. Not again. I, I you know. I love Death Lovers. <laughs> All right, perfect. <laughs> Wait, you really didn't hang up? No, I swear to God, I didn't. Dude, that's wild. Yeah, man. I swear to God. <laughs> Dude, that, and I honest, I'm honest to God keeping that in. Like, that's going to be hilarious. People are going to be like, what? Yeah, no, that's, that's, you can't, like, you can't fake some shit like that. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> All right, so. The last time we spoke, not the last time earlier this week, but the last time that you were on the show that didn't get deleted, um, you guys had just released Sanctimony. Actually, you guys released it on our show, which we were extremely, you know, thankful and proud of. How? Uh, yeah, no, we were appreciative that you uh, put it out, dude. Thank you. How? Uh, how's it been doing? I mean, uh, what? What? What are the? You know. What are the fans thinking? What are the, you know, reviews coming in for it? How is it performing versus, you know, like home and all the other songs? Well, it's actually been kind of nice, dude. So every song we've put out has gotten a little bit more of a better reaction than the one before it. Um, unfortunately, we were about to tour and we were about to debut all these songs live and be able to play these out for people. But Corona, the whole situation kind of put it down so it's it i feel like we didn't get to give it the exposure that we truly wanted to um yeah. but then again in this type of uh, dude in this type of environment there's worse problems to have like uh, we had members trying to make sure that we were like okay we got to keep our lights on uh so like at the end of the day we were thankful for the response that we got we're pushing it heavy right now but due to the fact that we had to kind of uh, adapt to a situation it was it was kind of a I wouldn't say we we struck out, but I'd say we certainly hit the foul. We hit it, we hit it foul, man. So we're we're still up to bat, but we're still putting it out there. Dude, that's awesome. So, I uh, I guess is there? Well, hold on. Let me first ask this: What have you guys been doing to keep busy during this? I mean, obviously you have to promote this single. There's a tour that you were supposed to go on, and now obviously that's being put on the back burner. Is that something that's been, you know, like postponed or is it just something like you missed out on this one? Now you need to start planning a, another one. Um, so as of right now, it's tentatively postponed, but everything's kind of up in the air uh, just due to the uncertainty of everything going on. You've got everybody out here in California who's like, we're not going to have concerts until there's, there's this like four tier situation going on and apparently California with the concerts is tier four. So I don't see us being able to jam out here until 2021, man. So damn, we just, yeah, dude, it sucks. But the second that there's a place that's like, okay, concerts are ready, you know, obviously we're going to try to book there so we can get out there and play for people. And hopefully we have some people who come out. Um, but it's just, we kind of had to uh, switch up our situation, just kind of go back into, I guess, like a creative recording mindset instead of a live performance mindset. It's, I always attribute it to being like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You get into two different type of personalities when you're on stage and when you're recording. Oh, yeah. 
So, so yeah. So yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. What were you saying? No, I, I was. I was gonna um, finish what you were saying, and then I'm gonna ask this other question. Oh, dude, it was completely just like a ramble on the uh, topic. <laughs> that I was just. Oh. <laughs> um. So, have you guys thought about doing any kind of like a live stream show, or like, you know, like some yeah, kind of actually, yeah. something like that? Yeah, we're actually working on that right now. The uh, difficulty with that is we didn't have the web infrastructure in our studio necessarily to kind of pull that off. Oh shit. And um Yeah, so we had to buy the shit, figure out how to use it, and we're kinda in that process right now of like getting it set up. This is how we're gonna be able to stream it. Um we had to update the Wi Fi situation at the studio. It, like just if we're going to be running this much stuff and we're going to be trying to live stream and have X amount of cameras and X amount of things all riding off these, we just had to upgrade, man. So that was part of the process. And then obviously with the limitations of Corona, we're just trying to keep on trucking along, man. As I try to put it without getting stressed out, just keep on trucking. Yeah, exactly. So earlier you just said cheeseburgers. I have a quick question. So, who's got better fast food cheeseburgers? Is it the West Coast or the East Coast? West Coast. Yeah. Who who, yeah. who would you say has the best fast food burger out there? God, dude, you're gonna get me stabbed. There's gonna be somebody in Texas who's at Whataburger who's like, ah, but In and Out, dude. In and Out for real. In and Out. Well, I mean, it depends, bro. Because like, there's this once in a year, like itch I get to where I'm just like, I need to eat a fucking Crave case from White Castle. <laughs> it's, I don't know, dude. It's just, I end up like celebrating 420 on like June 7th and it's fucking like, all right, Crave case. Well, that that's like the inner Northeasterner in you. True. Well, I was born in Florida, man. I just lived in New York for a couple of years. Yeah, but that's what I mean, though. Like your formative years were spent in New York. So, at, <laughs> you know, so at the time... You know, that you were partaking in various activities that may or may not have been legal at. Dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Case. I mean, that dude, that's cool. Yeah, I know. It takes me back to a uh, to an to a different time. It still trips me out, dude, because I'll never forget going back to like you're in high school and you're at the parking lot of fucking Burger King all sketched out, like trying to buy an eighth of weed. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm going to go to jail. And now <laughs> it's, I just walk into a fucking store and I'm like, yeah, let me get 10 grams of that, four grams of that and a couple of edibles. And I walk out and I'm like, fuck man. Like that's that What? Like zero fear. It still trips me out. Dude. It's so funny. I saw a meme on Facebook. It was like me in 10th grade a quarter mile back behind the Seven Eleven in the woods, smoking weed out of a can, and then like it had quotes, and it was like, "Man, we're gonna get caught." And then it's like me today at like age like thirty or whatever, walking into Target while hitting my CBD vape. Dude, that's so true. So in high school, every lunch I would grab an apple from the uh, from the lunch line, <laughs> and I would I would go back to my English class, and in my English class I'd be like, "Hey." fucking got to use the bathroom but in the middle of class i'd be coring out that fucking apple ready to make a bowl real quick <laughs> so i'd go out to the back stairwell and the benefit of my high school dude in florida like a lot of the area that's undeveloped is still trees and like swamp and shit probably not like that anymore because people can't just leave shit the way it is but um we had this like i guess quote-unquote nature preserve behind my high school okay um 
So, dude, I used to just sit in this stairwell, bro, and I would chief bowls like I was fucking Willie Nelson <laughs> for like 10, 15 minutes. Uh, my teacher used to think I just went and took a shit. Like, I was like, yeah, cool. So, I got to use the bathroom post lunch. You know, it happens. Oh, my God. Um, that's hilarious. <laughs> But I'll never forget, dude, this one student resource lady, she was like the, I wouldn't, she wasn't the dean of discipline, but her only job seemed to be like getting people in trouble. Like she was that bitch. Oh, okay. Uh, There's always one. Yeah. She had like a golf cart and a bullhorn and she had a mullet and a fucking pair of Oakley's like 110% just like would have whooped my ass if it wasn't illegal. Like that (laughs) type of lady. I'm serious, dude. Like she always had that look like, oh fuck you up if I didn't go to jail. Like, it's just scary, dude. Like, she was the one the football players were scared of. Yeah, dude. Like, fucking A. Um, There was two times she caught me, though, like, smoking weed, and she didn't, she wasn't able to prove it, so I was always just, like, that one motherfucker she was trying to catch. She (laughs) never did, because I was smarter than she was, but fuck her. Um, No, going back, though, so... She's rolling up on this golf cart, dude, and I've got a fucking apple in my hand, right? So I look at her, I take a bite of the apple, and then I chuck it like a fucking grenade into the fucking woods. And I look at her, and she's like, are you smoking weed? And thank God, I had literally just finished the last little bit of the herb that I had. (laughs) Smart enough, dude, I was smart enough to fucking, I just had a little bit of weed, had it in a gum wrapper. Put it in the fucking thing, just chucked it into the woods. She looks at me and she's like, Were you smoking weed? I'm like, No. Why'd you throw the apple? I'm like, I was done with it. <laughs> the look on this lady's face, because she knew I was lying. She knew I was, she could smell the marijuana. She couldn't prove it. So she was just like, Fuck. There was another time me and my buddy went to lunch and we fucking jumped in the truck and we go up to Burger King, get some food, smoke a couple of bowls, come back. I had my pipe on me in my pocket, and I'm like, yeah, you know, we just smoked. I don't think it's smart to bring it back in the class. By the way, my brother and sister, don't fucking smoke weed. This is a disclaimer, just because my parents think I'm the worst example that's ever fucking existed on human fucking ever. Dude, like, I'm seriously, it's like, why? I did all the debaucherish shit. Um, but no, so me and my buddy go and smoke weed and I'm like, I got this pipe in my pocket. I don't want to go back into school with it. I think I'll smell. So I'm like, all right, I'll just stash it in the bush. Nobody's going to get it. And I'll just pick it up after school. As I'm pulling my hand out of the fucking bush, this lady comes up and she's like, you guys are out of area. You guys are getting detention, blah, 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 blah. You guys are doing this, that, the other. Meanwhile, I'm higher than a kite fucking trying to figure out what's up, what's down, what's left, what's right. She's yelling at me, and I'm just like, yeah, you're right. I'm out of area. Give me detention. Don't look in the bush, bitch. (laughs) Don't look in the bush. Let's go to the office. Punish me for whatever you want to do. Write me up. Give me my referral for being out of area. You caught me on my way to leave school. I was intending to do this. There's no conspiracy in school. I was planning to leave. Get me in trouble. I'm out of area. Catch me right Once again, but she knew because she could smell the weed. It was that whole fuck situation, dude. She hated me so goddamn much. That's funny. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. (laughs) Dude, she hated me. I was that fucking asshole, (laughs) though. Hindsight's 2020. I was such a prick in high school. Oh, dude, we all were. I mean, honestly. I mean, just uh, try to evolve and be a better person. But holy fuck, I had a great taste in music in high school still, though. Yeah. Actually, you know, that's one thing I will say. I had great taste in music. I didn't fucking. My dad was in radio and shit. You know that. Oh, yeah. 
my mom too though my mom wasn't in radio but she had great taste in music yeah well you had you had two forms of support there musical support that wouldn't steer you down the wrong direction especially with oh, a yeah, family no, that or you know your dad that had seen pearl jam like five times in like you know the greatest era of pearl jam yeah, dude, he saw them, like, fucking, I don't know, he was touring with them from, like, 1992 to 94, just following their asses around like they were fucking Dave Matthews. <laughs> I wonder if they have a name for Pearl Jam fans like that. You know, like, how, like, the Grateful Dead has, like, the Deadheads? I wonder what the Pearl Jam fans are. <clears throat> Rich. Rich. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. Yeah, that's how you feel. Yo, you're going to join the 10 fan club. You're going to spend this amount of money. We're going to get you here. We're going to do this, that, the other. But we're going to donate a whole bunch of shit. I'm sorry. I'm just completely joking because I completely love Pearl Jam and I respect everything they do. Oh, yeah. The first time I... Dude, actually, the first time I ever played guitar was with Stone Gossard. No I shit. Like, I was like... Yeah, I swear to God. I was like four or five years old. Um, He was in a band called Brad. With uh, Sean Smith, I don't know if you're familiar with them at all. Um, I know the Seattle name. Group. Um, yeah, so, dude, I've actually got lyrics from one of their songs tattooed on the inside of both of my biceps. Nice. Um, yeah, dude, probably one of the most influential thing for me was, like, falling in love with music at that day. Like, that, you know what I mean? So, like, they're huge to me. Like, it's a huge inspiration and a huge just sentimental thing for me. That's um, awesome, man. But, when my dad was in radio, they came to town. He did the sound check. So once he was over there, uh, we went over there and, um, Stone was like, here, here's some guitars. Uh, Sean did a fucking couple of piano songs for us. It was really fucking cool, but that was like the day I fell in love with music and shit, man. But yeah, the first time I ever played guitar was a Stone Gossip. Yeah. I think the first time I ever played guitar, I think it was like a Christmas morning. And I think my parents and everybody were expecting me to be like the next fucking like Ingve Malmsteen, like the way I talked about loving guitar. And then <laughs> like I hit the strings and then I, I, I thought I was going to be like the next Ingve or the next Eddie or Zach Wilde. I hit the fucking strings and I never felt like a bigger idiot in my whole life. I'll never forget that. <laughs> really? Dude, I remember hitting the fucking strings and just thinking like, well, like as I'm holding this guitar, I'm like, it's just going to happen. Like, I'm going to hit these oh, strings okay, and okay. like, like, it's just going to happen. And then like I hit the strings expecting, you know, to play like the intro, like mama, I'm coming home or something. And it's just like, you know, oh, I got like, like, out of tune. It was just like, OK, I think I'm done playing for a little bit. That's fair. I had this, like, I don't know. I'm really ADHD, man. So, like, I have this, like, weird curiosity with shit. So, I get very, very, very obsessed over something. And it was just this, like, I remember guitar for me was just a very fluid, natural progression of just doors being opened, like, for lack of a better description. And I know that's just a, it's a very cliche way of putting it, but it's like, I don't know. It's just the best way I can, like, materialize that into words. Just, Okay, I'm curious about this. How did they do this? What's this? Learning this. And then I was playing saxophone in middle school. And then in high school, I was still like expanding my education. And then obviously went to college for music. But um, it was always interesting with guitar because there's so many different ways to look at it. And I've had the self-taught perspective and then the, the trained perspective. And having both of those, I just 
I don't know if there's a purity to the self-taught perspective, but there's also like a, a safety net being able to lean back on a little bit of theory and knowledge. I guess getting back to the Corona thing. Um, so are you guys able to get together at all in jam or has like the social distancing thing, like kind of put a damper on all of that? So dude, the last time that all of us were together was two days before everything kind of got fucked up. Um, I haven't seen Vic in a couple of weeks. I haven't seen Adam in a couple of weeks. Um, I've seen Mark and rock, but, uh, we all kind of live in a closer proximity to each other. Uh, Vic lives all the way up in, uh, K town. He lives somewhere over in that area. Um, Culver, I don't know, somewhere, but, uh, we, we've linked up rock and I did a, a Facebook live, but, um, now that the government restrictions over, we're like, okay, let's kind of start easing back into our, uh, Routine today is the first day that we are all actually hanging out together, which is May 1st. So I'm excited. We've got the, uh, drawing for the giveaway that we did tonight. Um, Adam's coming over, like I said, uh, because we've got the acoustic thing going on. He's going to come over and we're going to do a couple of, uh, run throughs on some tracks. Nice. And then periodically the members should start trickling in today and then, uh, do the giveaway. We've got some stuff we need to film tonight because we've, uh, developed like this new quote unquote social media plan that we're really excited about. I've never been a big social media guy or into technology, but I've kind of started diving headfirst into this and I developed a plan for us that'll hopefully work that we can uh, start implementing and start making a little bit of a better splash for our brand and our I guess overall name. Yeah. Actually do to the overall name i think you need to finally make the dive and get a real facebook like you dude, personally i don't want to i don't want to say i'm dude i'm the only person in 2020 that still doesn't have a facebook and i'm very proud to be that man is your myspace account still active though no it's not <laughs> that got deleted in 2006 once i realized i was never going to be seen enough <laughs> You know what's fucked up? I went on my old MySpace not long ago, and um, do they still exist? They haven't wiped them out or anything like that. No, I they all, they like all still exist. They cleared them out. No, they all still exist, but none of your pictures are there anymore. Oh, uh, okay, dude. Because I had pictures from like middle school and high school and shit, and I'm like, this is gonna be awesome. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna save all of these. I'm gonna fucking transfer them to Facebook. I go on there, and it's like one stupid ass picture of me with my arms crossed. And I was just like, I was so fucking mad. God, dude, I don't even want to dive back into that part of my past. Young Danny Stone is not somebody I was proud of. He's a little dipshit. Well, he sounded like an, uh, well, an apple-eating, uh, you know, trade-A student. No, I mean, yeah, fucking apple-eating straight-A student. I used to get in so much trouble, man, but I won't lie. I had so much goddamn fun, and I don't regret a goddamn bit of it. <laughs> I'll be honest with every single person, man. You fucking regret any of it? Nah, fuck it. Why not? Good times, good vibes, dude. Can't go back and change it. Why regret it? Oh, hell yeah. Dude, like, honestly, like, me and Connor, and, and Steve to an extent, Steve was a great above Careful us. talking about Connor, dude. Huh? Oh yeah, Careful that's right. Dude, the shit we used to get into in school, like it was just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And we always had like like the safe house was my house. 
which was strange because we were like a, a quarter mile from the school from my front door. There was always like, if anything ever goes down, we'll just go to Bill's house. It'll be totally fine. And like, as kids, you're like, yeah, of course it's the closest house. And it's just like now thinking like an adult, it's just like, if we got caught for half the shit that we used to do, they instantly would have went for my house. Dude. Right. Um, yo, think about it. I feel like we were the last generation to be able to get away with shit without everything being blasted on the internet. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, we used to go on the right. roof of the school and everything. Did, uh, were you still part of that whole generation running around the neighborhood with your bike and the only time you were able to figure out where people were was seeing the other bikes and shit or going door to door? Hey, yo, mister, can this dude come out and play? Yes. Bro, fuck yeah. Those were the good times. Playing stickball on the fucking street and wiffle ball and football and yeah, all that. Like- remember the game 500? Somebody brought that up to me the other day, and I had a fucking blast of nostalgia, like, throwing up the ball. You know, it's said that one asshole who was, like, making up different fucking rules halfway through, but still, it was the funnest game ever. Or wall ball, where everybody would leave with a black eye and a concussion oh, because yeah. the whole principle. Dude, never forget. You always had that one buddy that was like, I'm going to fuck you up today, bud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> like, you always have everybody the one. the rotation. Yeah. You always have the one dude that's throwing it like and when it hits your back, you know, for a fucking fact, he was intentionally throwing it that hard. He wanted to he wanted to throw it through. Oh, you. yeah. Oh, yeah. But then again, you've always got that one dude in your friend group who's like a future fucking Hall of Fame athlete, fucking freak genetics. who can throw a fucking wolf. Uh, what is it? I played with racquetballs, dude. Or were they the, the blue ones that like bounced really heavy? They were pure solid. Oh, rubber shit. That just fuck you up. Like a like yeah, a smaller lacrosse ball, right? I'm from Florida, dude. Why not? Like we don't give a fuck, dude. Like we used to play dude. backyard wrestling, but instead we were jumping off one story buildings doing front flips and shit. Have you? Well, great. Now, have you ever seen that dude Superhuman on fucking Instagram? Oh my god, yeah. This one's for the juggalos and chocolates. He's yeah, one hundred percent Florida. That's about as Florida as Florida fucking gets. Like every time I think of Florida, the first person I think of is superhuman. This is for oh, the jugglers and the jugglets. Ah, fuck this shit. Front flip on the barbed wire <laughs> bricks and a couple <laughs> of fucking, yo, that guy's a legend. I'm, so, I'm not even talking shit. Like I'm from Florida, he, but he is the ultimate just epitome when it comes to Florida man. In <laughs> 30 years, I guarantee you he will be blacked out on like a 12 pack of Bud Light. Driving a 72 fucking Crown Victoria through a fucking Publix drive. Like, dude, it'll be so funny. I swear to God. I'm going to be honest, dude. I fucking hate, like, I hate my hometown. Like, I'm definitely one of those, like, cliche, like, I fucking knew the day I was born I was getting out of there. Fuck that place. I hate everything about it. They're the only people that are still there. Fucking scumbag pieces of shit. Fuck everybody. Fuck all of them. Fuck you all. Don't give a fuck. There's a couple of people. My boy Austin, shout out. I hope you're having a good day. I love you. You're cool as fuck. He came out here and went and saw Mr. Bungle with me. Obviously, there's a couple people there who I fucking love. But, like, dude, in regards to that whole fucking place as a whole, fuck it. I thought you said you were trying. I thought you said you weren't seen enough. Oh, dude, man, no, I'm, I'm a walking used <laughs> song when it comes to I want to get out of my hometown type situation. But also, then again, I'm from Florida. That could be a country song. That could be like 40 other things. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess that kind of wraps it up here. I mean, 
Is there anything is there anything you want to throw out here into the universe here? Anything you want to plug? Anything that's coming up? I mean, I know we talked about a lot of things today that are going to be in the future for all of the fans of Eclipse and of yours. But is there anything else that you want to add that you maybe didn't get the chance to talk about today? Yeah, man. So basically, we're about to be launching a huge thing through our social media pages, our YouTube page, since we're not able to go out and tour and uh, build basically a relationship with all of our fans personally. We're going to start trying to release daily content, uh, like literally every day. I've kind of put forth a plan to it. Like we'll feature a different member of the band each day of the week. Um, like this is not necessarily the way that it's going to go down, but like on Mondays, we're going to feature Marky, his drums. Each week we'll do like a playthrough video or like a rundown of like Marky symbol sizes or like the, the wood that he uses in his drum set or like just overall like specs on his equipment. The next day we'll do a day of uh, featuring our bass player rock to where it's like, okay, this is his equipment. We did a playthrough of this song. We're going to do a couple more things and rocks all over the stage. So like you do something like rocks, like stage moves and shit like that. Oh, that'd be Going cool. through all the... Yeah, dude, but, like, going through all the members of the band and, like, trying to build, like, a better presence online. Like, uh, I've mentioned multiple times, uh, one of our guitar players is from France. I Like, doing little videos of just, like, stupid words of Vic's French work lesson of the week. Like, just shit like that, just to try to engage and get people, like, involved with us because we're really, we're really disappointed we don't get to see all of our people out there on the road this year, man. Like, out of everything with that, like, I'm sad because we've got so many friends that we've built through touring and just relationships that we've gotten across the country that it's like, we don't get to see our friends. And it, this is kind of our way of trying to engage with that. And, like, every person who's a fan of my band is a friend of mine. So, like, it's really nice to be able to try to think of ways for us to be able to, uh, I guess, give them content and incorporate them into our day-to-day lives. That's awesome. So, yeah, almost like you guys are going to be like more accessible to everybody. I mean, it definitely sucks because the tour you guys are supposed to go on. I a little uh, little birdie told me you're supposed to be coming around to my neck of the woods. Yeah, dude, we were going to be up there. We would have been in tri-state. We would have been over in that Philly area been hitting New York. What do we had Newark, Manhattan? Philly, there's damn, dude, uh, I would have gotten a cheesesteak. That would have been fucking great. Dude, you would have had to do the cheesesteak experience right okay. and Actually, go like two in the morning. Question? Sure. No, but can I ask you a question? Because I've heard multiple people on a different perspective. Okay. Are you a cheese slice or a cheese whiz cheesesteak guy? Come on. That's not even a fucking question. It's cheese whiz. I mean, it is a question. Whiz whiz. Whiz wit. Interesting. Dude. I'm telling know, see, you, I'm not that. It, I'm not that big of a Philly cheesesteak aficionado. I think I've had like one true Philly cheesesteak. Um, From where? Fuck if I know, bro. Like, <laughs> I really, like, like honestly, some store in Philadelphia, maybe. Um, I drink a lot, man. I don't know where I've been. Tell you what, when um, you're coming to the area, I'll take you for a cheesesteak. All right, but can we go and get both so I'm able to properly compare? We'll do like a whole podcast before and after episode. It'll be great. This will be content for our YouTube channel. This will be a hanging with yes. Bill live series. Yes, that'll be fucking great, dude. As long as I can fucking uh, pinch it and put it on my fucking website, too. All right. So the thing with Cheese Whiz, 
I don't know what you guys have out in California or what you have experienced before, but cheese whiz isn't the same thing as cheddar cheese sauce. Like the shit you get from Seven okay. Eleven, it isn't the same thing. Like nacho cheese. No, it's not like that at all. Okay. Cheese whiz, dude. And they only use craft brand. So if you ever get a bug up your ass, try it one day and you can find it. It's craft cheese whiz. And that's the shit they use. I'm telling you, the fucking shit is like liquid fucking ecstasy. I shit you not. Like, well, the I've taken second, ecstasy, so this dude, is a huge claim. The second this shit hits your tongue, it's instant O face. Interesting. So it's better than ecstasy because ecstasy has like a 10 minute, 20 minute waiting period. Dude, like I usually say, like when I like they talk shit like this and I'm like, listen, you're going to try this and you're going to piss your pants or you're going to fucking shit yourself. Dude, it's like another step above when you have the Philly cheesesteak with cheese whiz and the fried onions. It's it's an it's an out of body experience. It's another world experience. Fucking A. Have you been to Chicago? No, I have not. Okay, I was about to ask you, what's your opinion on New York style versus Chicago deep dish? Because if you say anything that deep dish pizza is an actual pizza, I, I don't know if we could have ever been friends, man. Okay, well... It's a pizza, I, dude. It's, it's, a, it's a bowl. So I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lasagna, for lack of a better description. I've never had deep dish pizza, but from the videos that I've seen, the shit looks nasty, and New York is the way to go. Fucking thin slice, man. Dude, me and the wife dropped our friends off to uh, JFK for their honeymoon. They flew out to Turks and Caicos or something. And on our way back, no, no, hold on. We drove them up. And then when we went up to go get them back a week later, yeah, a week later, no, a week later, we hit this pizza place in fucking Brooklyn, dude. I can't remember the name of this fucking pizza joint, but there was a line down the block for this fucking place and they put the pizza in a bag not even in a box what dude i'm telling you it was the best pizza i've ever eaten in my whole fucking life ever i've never had a better pizza and it was in brooklyn are you you a chinese fan chinese yeah you like chinese food fuck yeah okay dude um how often do you get into manhattan uh like never I, I drove in Manhattan okay. one time. Okay, fair. If you can ever get an excuse to go to Manhattan, say you fucking get an itch up your ass and you go to the Philadelphia show when we tour, and then you come to the Manhattan show. We're going to go to a place in Chinatown called Wohop. Okay. Wohop is the greatest Chinese food experience you can ever have in this country. So... Is it like, you know, like your corner store, like Chinese food, or is it like legitimate? You walk into this basement, man, and you sit down and there's probably, I don't know, 90 square feet of room, 10 tables. (laughs) It's one of those situations. Like, it's just like, you're like, fuck yeah, this is where it's at. Sounds like Chinatown. Brilliant, man. Yeah, dude, it's fucking great. I'll send you a fucking text message where it's at. I, every time I go there, I'm just like, this is amazing. Last time I went, I picked up a t-shirt. I'm fuck with that place. <laughs> yeah, dude, when you guys finally make it over to the East Coast, we're going to we're going to fucking do it right. Hey, who we knows? Been there in like 
Four weeks, man. Who knows? Maybe even when you come to the East Coast, Eclipsica could play a house party. Fuck, dude. You don't want us to fucking piss your neighbors off like that because we show up with everything. Bro, I live in a college town. I'm not worried about anything. Dude, we will play anywhere, anytime, any place just because fuck it. Like rock and roll, man. Like I don't give a fuck. I'm always down to jam. All right, man. So I know you guys are getting rolled pretty soon. Like uh, the rest of your band's going to start rolling up to your space there. So I want to get you off the phone pretty quick. I do appreciate that. Sorry, I got to go. It's all good. <laughs> um, This is, I mean, you've already had the chance before, but where can people find you? Where, you know, everything. I know you don't have a personal right. Facebook, but you know what I mean? Nope. Uh, I'm on Instagram, uh, at Danny the Stones. Uh, you've got the band Instagram, uh, at Eclipsica Music. You can check us out on our website, www.eclipsicamusic.com. Uh, we launched our merch store, Big Cartel. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Reach out to us. About to be pushing a whole bunch of more content on uh, YouTube and everything like that. But if you ever want to see what I got going day to day, Danny the Stoned on Instagram. That's the way to see what's going on. Fucking A, dude. Well, this is another episode of Hanging with Bill in the Books. This, ladies and gentlemen, has been Danny Stone. And I want to thank you once again for coming on, dude. It's always fun. Always good conversation. And like I said, I can't wait for the day for you guys to come out to the East Coast because I can't wait to give you a big old Bill hug in person. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Well, dude, as always, I must re... uh reaffirm to you that the thanks is all from me for you even thinking to consider me when uh you got this shit going on it's always it's always a uh, very humbling experience when people think that uh they want to hang out with you or have anything listen to so i'm always appreciative that you uh consider me to do this dude no problem dude like i said i consider you to be a friend of mine so oh man thank you i appreciate that same dude all right man well I guess there's no reason to prolong this any longer. It's very unfortunate, but I believe our time has come to end this. Fucking A, dude. Well, check us out when we do the giveaway here in a little bit. You'll see us on Instagram live doing our thing. All right. Right on, man. Everyone, this is Danny Stone. Stay in school. Tip your bartender. Smoke a little bit of pot. Relax, people. This is Danny Stone, lead singer of Eclipsica. You're listening to Hanging with Bill. You're about to hear our fucking song home. Peace!